Hold on, I'm just posting it in. Are we live right now? Oh, okay. Sorry. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm posting an Instagram photo of these lovely ladies and myself. Um, how can I, what should I tag as the location? Oh, forget me not. I hate that. Sorry, forget me not is fine. We were just saying how we should make a location for, that's me over here. You're like, where is this place? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to figure out how to make Montes Press Radio a location so that, uh, you don't have to tag forget me not. What is um it's m- it's radio.montes or what is it? radio.montespress.com radio.montespress.com oh 46 Jeez. Canal Street the for girls. anyone listening who wants to come by. <laughs> cool. 46 Canal Street. I'm with these I, it's really hard to like post an Instagram photo while people are listening. <laughs> What's well, like a good, that's like a fine caption. It's fine. I'm with these girls. Okay. I'm, I'm with these girls. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> it, tune in radio.montespress.com. I'm with these girls. We are live. But you guys want to get tagged? I'll tag. Oh god. I want. I, I want to tag. Everyone's getting tagged. All right. Time to tag. Jeanette. Verified. Okay. <laughs> okay great. All right, so we're on the radio. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thank you, Al. Olivia's here. Um, okay, so I guess this is a radio show about um, addiction, alcoholism, sobriety, etc. Um, I have been sober for not very long. I've been sober, I think. 85 days or something like that which is still a feat because I'm an alcoholic um yes I'm Al and I'm an alcoholic in AA you would say hi Al hi Al (laughs) um anyway yeah so this is a radio show and it's gonna be 12 episodes to like you know mimic the 12 steps very cute right (laughs) um I would and yeah so I guess this is the first episode, and um, dry January is a thing that I had heard of before, but it seems really popular this year. And Olivia and also B hey. have um, been subscribing to the sober January lifestyle. If you guys want to talk about um, what made accident. you and Jeanette accidentally is subscribing to the lifestyle of sober January. Um, so yeah, um, if you want to talk about like what made you do it, and um, how's it going, all the things, introduce yourself, yeah, all the stuff. Thank you, Al. Um, it was a very spontaneous decision for me. B and I actually spent New Year's Eve together, and then we were recapping the next day. Um, we had already it was like the afternoon already. B was like blue as fuck. I was like getting there we were down like we had had a big night didn't necessarily like go any kind of good way mm-hmm. um New Year's Eve. you know um and then she was like should we do dry january which is like obviously a popular concept um but i had never thought about doing it myself um and so i think together we, we were just like yeah let's we'll start that we've started started together yeah, I, f- I started my sobriety with a friend, too. We have the same amount of days. It's much easier to have I've, Yeah, a it was bud. really nice to have someone off the bat to be talking about what it felt like. Um, and then, actually, within, like, 48 hours or 72 hours, I was like, this is kind of it. Like, Really? Oh, yeah. my God, 72 hours. I was going insane. I mean, that's, I think, what's... <laughs> And I've spent a lot of the last month, like, learning more about addiction, um, alcohol use disorders, um, and it seems like I definitely have um, a privileged experience because I didn't have, like, a tremendous um, chemical dependence, and I it wasn't, like, a super regular part of my life, but I did start to recognize that I had a certain disordered um, relationship to alcohol um, so yeah b- I think because I didn't have 
like I, I don't think I think it would be obnoxious to say that I had alcoholism like quote unquote or whatever so it's obnoxious to be like yeah and it was I made the call and I've never been tempted since because it's so not the case for so many people that I talk to about this yeah but so far I'm like kind of elated yeah it feels good right pink cloud the pink cloud <laughs> that's what they call it yeah. what's that the pink cloud is um when you uh reach this level of sobriety you just feel awesome that you're basically drunk off of sobriety it's like when you do the keto diet and you enter ketosis it's exactly like that yeah. i've never entered ketosis nor really I. Yeah. I would love to reach skinny legend status <laughs> Soon. But I have noticed with drinking, I lost a lot of weight because I'm not like blackout eating or hungover eating. Have you guys noticed that? I've just noticed Thanks. I haven't. I've, I've actually been super pissed about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to, yeah, like I'm going to be sober. I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to look really, really hot. And then just like stepping on the scale and it's like, no. So I well, don't know. That's like I have it, but the bloat thing is gone. That's for the sure. The bloat thing, yeah. The yeah. water retention thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I when I first started, um, I the only way to get through it was I was like going to a diner like every single night and getting like a piece of chocolate cake and like decaf coffee because I didn't know what else to do because normally I you know meet up with everyone at like happy hour even though I don't even have like. A nine-to-five job it would just be like oh it's time to drink anyway everyone else is um so yeah i was spending a lot of time in diners and like eating like so many baked goods um and yeah i guess i was just like replacing the alcohol with that have have you guys found that you've replaced drinking with anything good or bad yoga that's good journaling Oh, fuck, we're losers. <laughs> <laughs> no, journaling is great. I love it. People are always telling me to do it. And yeah, I'm like, both I of you guys have journals it. out. Well, <laughs> do we both her. have moleskins? Yes. Nice. Yeah. They're expensive. How much? <laughs> I think this was like $35. No. Yeah, it's stupid. Cool. But I like have a thing. It needs to be this certain um, planner slash uh, lined paper. Thing. But now that you're not spending money on alcohol, you can spend $35. Exactly. On a, on I have a nice moleskin. I have an app that tells me um, how much money that I've saved. It's how called, much? It's called I Am Sober. I have the app too. Um, it, so I've been 84 days, three months. Um, or no, 84 days, 12 weeks. Uh, okay, whatever. Is this a free app? It's yeah. a free app. Oh, okay. And so the time that I would have spent on alcohol in those 12 weeks is 504 hours and the money i would have spent on alcohol is two thousand five hundred twenty dollars oh so now i can get more what about um not to make a joke never mind but what about make girls who oh, it's not even a joke it's just a real question but it's ridiculous but what about girls who um go out every night and just have lots of drinks bought for them and who are alcoholics they save a lot of money. They do. I never <laughs> got that lucky, though. No one ever bought me drinks. I'd, like, maybe get, like, a free tenth drink from a bartender. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but not everyone is as blessed as some girls, I guess. Yeah, I don't think a guy's ever bought me no one, yeah, No one buys me drinks or anything. I, like, bought myself all my birthday presents. My birthday's next week. Um, Get Al a birthday gift. <laughs> um, but not a drink. Yeah, not a drink. But, yeah, so it's funny. So you think you're going to – so you started – you both started, like, dry January, just the month. Um, and you think you're going to continue with it? Or what, what do you think – what's going to happen? For me, it's really hard to say forever because it's just yeah. so daunting. Yeah. But I think like what I'm trying to focus on is being like, how do I like? Uh, do I like how I feel right now? And like going to parties like in the first hour, it's really really hard. Uh huh. I find I have to just be constantly just like sucking down seltzers. Yeah. Um, and then after an hour or so passes, I find it to be a lot easier. And then by the end of the night, I'm like I do not regret not drinking. You know what I mean? Always, like, yeah. I leave being like, this was great. This was a great decision. Mm -hmm. I'm able to get up. 
this morning my roommate was hungover. It looked like shit. No, I'm sorry, Evan. <laughs> but like, you know, he was just like, you know, just like felt awful. And I was just like, damn, I'm so happy. I don't feel like that anymore. And that's so great. So I think that that's like how it kind of started. It was just like in the beginning, I was just kind of like, let me just do it for three, three weeks. Let me see how I feel. And like three, four weeks, whatever month mm-hmm. of January, see how I feel. And like, I don't know. I've just been like this, this kind of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool to not be hungover. So, but sometimes I, I do find that I miss hangovers. I miss having an excuse to like not do anything all day. So I'll like give myself a fake hangover and be like, oh, I'm going to get an egg sandwich and watch TV. I love that. Uh, yeah. Like a staycation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, so I do that sometimes because it's weird to miss a hangover. But just like having having like the excuse to not do anything is that was always a cool thing. But when you're doing it every day, it's like sad and scary. Yeah, I find I find because I went to a meeting. Oh, you did. I actually wanted to talk to you about this. Oh wow, when did you go? When did you go? I went last week. Nice. Yeah. Which one did you go to? The one in Williamsburg. At the Ble- church. Bleeding deacons? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. In the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was a speaker meeting. Mm-hmm. Those and, are good. And, like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, it, it was helpful, mm-hmm. for sure, because, like, it made me not want to drink. Yeah. Definitely. But what was weird about it was that I couldn't, I didn't really identify, I didn't really identify with, like, I, uh, with anyone there. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone there is, like, I mean... I'm going to say, I'm going to just, it, everyone there was pretty fucked up. You know, they have like all right. these stories of mm-hmm. addiction. They're like pouring their hearts out. Like for them, it's like serious therapy and it's cathartic to me as like yeah. an outsider being like, I'm going to stop drinking. Yeah. You're not them. Like, I'm not them. God. Yeah. And I don't think I can ever say like, hi, I'm B, I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Cause I just, I'm not, that's not yeah. my relationship to alcohol. Uh-huh. But, but you're happier know. without it. I'm like way happier without it. Yeah. For real. I've yeah I've had I feel like with the meetings they're hit, they're hit or miss. Um, I've been to a couple really good ones where I'm just like wow this was this really really helped me. Um, like when I when I decided I had I don't know if I had like a bottom but when I did have the bottom that people talk about I I had a few of them, but I, it wasn't enough for me to stop drinking. Um, what made you stop? I woke up late one night or one morning afternoon for work and it was like when I had just moved back to the city and like got this new job and I was like if I lose this job I am so screwed and I was just I was like I'm I'm not drinking anymore and then I went to a meeting that night after work um which sucked by the way I went like these people they were like fighting with each other outside it was like the worst first meeting ever (laughs) But um, yeah, they were like, you're not even like, you don't even have this many like coins or whatever. Was, I don't know, not to like talk shit on AA because it's a great program. Um, I, but anyway, so the next day I went to a different meeting and it's what we call the hot person meeting. Ooh. And it's on Mondays and you will see some celebrities and extremely hot people. And that's when I got really into going to the meetings because you'll find that like they're really hot because they're like so fucked up, but also like doing really well in life. And I like to, I like going to the ones um, that are like after work or something because or like in Manhattan, so you see like what a normal person can be like, like sober who still has like this issue that you're they're struggling with and they're like doing well. So. I guess they're hit or miss. And a lot of them, it's just like, damn, like, that is rough. I, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. I have an AA question. Yeah. Is there AA that isn't about um, God? Yeah, there is. Um, I think there's like, I have, I have an app for that too. It's called Meeting Guide, but I think there's one. It's called like Agnostics and something. I've never been. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I know that there's one that's like, we don't talk about God, but I, I have, I have kind of a thing with the God thing. Um, I guess when you they they don't really push it they call it like a higher being or like what you want the higher being to be um and i kind of you know 
I kind of am like, oh, I like nature and like the universe and like human. I I feel like humans can be good. Um, so like believing in like that, like a higher power than myself, or even like the confidence within myself or something. Not that I'm God, but um, but yeah, they, a lot of the meetings are very God centric, um, and um, yeah. But you don't have, that's like, it's not even, it's not part of it. It's mostly just like doing the step work, like to work on yourself. It's like. Do you have a sponsor? I don't. I haven't, I haven't been to the meetings in a while because I, I, um, I really should go because everyone always makes, that's the thing. Like I stopped going because people would make me feel so guilty about not going to enough meetings and a part of like having a sponsor is a text from them every morning like oh what meeting are you gonna hit later and I don't know I guess I I think I've been doing okay on my own but when I get a craving to have a drink or something I I know I should probably go to a meeting because they help at least like make me not go to a bar anyway yeah have you been able since like you've been? Can I ask you questions? Yeah. Sorry, oh my god. Yeah. Weird. Sure. Because yeah. I'm just not my obviously. I'm no. Just, let's have a convo. Yeah. I, I was just wondering like <laughs> since the 84 days that you've been 84, mm-hmm. the days that you've been sober, like have you found new coping mechanisms for not just like when you want to drink, but just like ways to like alleviate stress or anxiety? Yeah, that was actually one of the things I wrote down here. Um. Um. My anxiety, like when I first when I first stopped drinking, like my anxiety, all of it just like totally came to the surface, and I was just having the worst dreams. I couldn't sleep. Um, but um, I've really found that the whole and I've become and like I was so irritable. I'm I'm always irritable and bitchy um, and impatient. But uh, I've really found that like counting to ten, I swear to God, helps. It's something my mother like always told me like before you say or do anything, count to 10. And I feel like I look at things more rationally rather than um, emotionally and um, like more inward. I'll stop and like assess what's going on and how it affects other people and like what, like the serenity prayer, like like the things you can change and the things you can't, accepting serenity, God. What was the most recent thing you had to count down 10 from? (laughs) I think it was probably something on like social media. True, true, true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, also like going, or like when you're not going out and looking at like everyone going out on social media, like Instagram. FOMO. Yeah, Yeah. the FOMO happens, but then you're like, then it gets sloppy and you, and then you're like, oh, I'm not waking up hungover. Yeah, the sloppy it's thing nice. is really funny. Yeah. It's crazy. When I when I like see like old pictures of me just like so glassy-eyed and like di- like horrible looking, it's just like that's so embarrassing. Yeah, one perk one perk about like not drinking is just like you look dope at like 2, 3 in the morning. You still yeah. look really good. Like you don't come home and look busted. Like I just that is like something I totally remember is just like coming home at like three in the morning being like this is rough (laughs) this is a rough version but then yeah now I come home and I'm just like this is chow this is like 6 p.m. B getting off of work (laughs) yeah she's pretty nice yeah (laughs) thank you yeah Yeah, you guys are glowing I feel yeah I feel pregnant (laughs) I'm not but I I feel like the skin is the skin thing is real yeah yeah my like my skin's a lot better the complete opposite happened to me. I did, had like a skin purge. Shut up. I, yeah, I know. Or something. Look, I don't know. You look really nice now. Well, you look beautiful. I I got a really expensive procedure done, but um, I got micro needling, lasering, etc. Oh, worth it. Nice. So good. Yeah. Now that you're saving up like two grand, not exactly. Drinking, exactly. Get your laser on. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Go to Equinox. You go to oh yeah we talked about this you we do go that. to Equinox <laughs> yeah uh, I I don't really work out there I just kind of like hang out there that's good charge my phone nice steam shower watch a TV yeah watch yeah. golf and CNN mm-hmm. I like it's like the only thing they have at Equinox like golf and CNN I don't know I've I've seen they play Fox News a lot I feel like it's people like working out like 
angrily. True, true, true. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. Um, sorry. Not structured. That's true. Um, Can I say the first time I saw the Jersey Shore, it was at an Equinox. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Wow. So, yeah, it was great. I used to... You're I like OG EQ. When I used to live on Mulberry Street, because I had a plan that when people left New York for the summer, I wanted to um, babysit their Equinox membership, so I made Craigslist posts that's like, mm. you're going out of town, <laughs> I can take care of your Equinox membership for you. I love Yeah, and that's great. People did it. They like met up with me before they left town and gave me their Equinox cards. That's and then cool. Well, it's just a barcode yeah. to get in. Like you can literally just and like screen cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can just like screen cap the barcode and like get in. It's Smart. very easy. Yeah, so for every, well, I guess I shouldn't say that because now everyone. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't actually work. There's more to it. Than <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you want to talk about journaling, Olivia? Oh, Jesus. Or uh, you can talk about not journaling. Uh, I or, mean, I just, I, I'll say this. Um, I definitely, like, I was reminded when you were talking about how you miss hangovers and you miss kind of, like, using your day that way and this, like, whatever, alcohol drinking and the aftermath takes up a lot of time. And then when you don't do it, you have a lot more, like, There's a lot I'm, of time. I'm fully here. To just spend with yourself. Me. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of time with yourself. It's just alarming. Yeah, it's scary. It, yeah. yeah, it's like, what do I do with the second half of the day? And yeah, yeah. Completely. It, it is really scary. And even you, be, you realize that even time that you didn't consider like necessarily hungover was still just kind of like fuzzy. Like you just mm -hmm. like you spend, I don't know. So I've, I felt like I've had a lot of realizations and oh, shit. Yeah. So we love the epiphanies. So yeah, writing a lot. Um, has been cool. I was out of town um, this week and just spent a lot of it reading and writing. Wait, and, like, yeah, that's amazing. Having making like plans, like really actually writing down goals for myself mm -hmm. and shit, which is really unusual for me. I am anyone who knows me who knows that I'm like a really avoidant person in like a lot of ways that deprive me of opportunities, and I just like it's it's hard for me to, to like do the work kind of in general mm -hmm. um, work involved. Yeah. And, and now I feel like maybe it's just more unmediated um, time with my own consciousness. Yeah. God, fuck me. Um, but yeah. I, but I, uh, I do feel like more interested in doing things um, that are hard. And so I, I'm, that's, that's been most of my journaling. It is. Yeah, no, totally. The realizations are amazing. I like came to one, I like saw my ex at this party and instead of like being like sad, like, ah, he doesn't, whatever, I realized how much better I am without him. And it was like the first time I came to that re realization, which is like a huge one. That's unreal. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. I was just like, I feel, I felt bad for him. And yeah, that was cool. I hope he's listening to this. He's not. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the realizations are cool. Yeah. There is a lot of time to spend with yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, that part is hard. Um, luckily, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like depressed, so I take all these medications and I, a lot of like, the end of like my drinking, I was like, like on a di million different like meds that like weren't working. So that was like part of my blackouts and everything. Um, but I also like being on the right medication has been good for being present with myself. Um, also, another thing about AA, um, a lot of the people there, um, they think that like antidepressants or what have you um, doesn't count um, towards sobriety, which I don't really agree with it at all. It doesn't count? The, a lot of them are like traditionalists. 
and yeah, there there's the you people have just are, like white knuckle. Yeah, raw dog like reality. Weird. Yeah, toxic. It, that's also toxic. I totally. Thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of weird like hierarchy stuff. Wait, I have a I have a question about the emotion thing, journaling thing. I've recently and I talked to you about it, Olivia, a little bit, but just like the the whole thing about um about like emo- like I've been having these like floods of like nostalgic like emotions and feelings that like I feel like 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 really like after school this is gonna sound so corny like after school kind of feelings like yeah. do you remember when you're like 3 p.m. at school uh-huh. like the way that you, your relationship to time right and just like I don't know that whole thing has been happening to totally. me I don't know if wow, that I like to that. you no um yeah you get home and uh you my like night routine is way different than it used to be like just like going to sleep wasted at whatever time but um yeah I, I I know what you mean with like coming home from school it's it's nice it's nice that you feel like kind of like protected in a way I don't know yeah but, yeah that's nice I like that a lot um, um you mentioning like this having a changed relationship to your ex Mm. um makes me think about the gigantic area that is dating while sober oh yeah you're not supposed to do that in the first year that's what they said okay (laughs) 28 i use i use that no one wants to date me so i just use it as an excuse like i'm not supposed to date Mm. I mean, it's good to mediate your expectations. It's probably healthy. Yeah. Fewer obsessive thoughts or something. Right. I'm, like, not doing that rule. Oh, yeah. That's a thing that didn't disappear when I I quit drinking is my obsessive and the texting. (laughs) It turns out I can still, like, act like a psychopath on the texts and, like, just, like, send wild wild okay, I actually have, I was thinking about that today Al and I I've, same but like I think that it's actually enabled it in a certain way because there are things that I might have otherwise like you know once I was drunk texted somebody because yeah. I'm like I'm drunk I'm mm-hmm. unhinged like ugh, yeah. I get to do whatever I want and then now that I'm sober and feeling these impulses I feel more justified in expressing yeah. them because I'm like, well, but it's real, yeah. you know. <laughs> I have to. I'm not like abusing, you know, this access to this person because, um, actually, I'm really clear-minded mm-hmm. when I call him nine times or whatever. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but I'm just being me, and it's <laughs> it's very fucked up. It's not something that I should be. Um, encouraging about myself, but I, t- I th- it's so the case that uh-huh. these things don't go away. And maybe they get worse. Away. They might get worse. Yeah, I when I was in LA, um, everyone there was like they didn't drink, and I was like obviously drinking a lot alone. And these people would just be like texting me all the time, and yeah, um, and I was just like sober people are obsessed with te- texting it's really because expressive. they it's because they don't have anything else to do like at all they're bored a lot of time with them with themselves but no i i, I send the crazy text cuz i'm crazy men drive me crazy <laughs> um, that was one of the things that we're not supposed to talk about well it is actually <laughs> men I just meant, like, you know, not to get too specific. Right. My mom is listening or something. Yeah, I feel like my dad's probably listening, too. Wait, your parents are listening? My mom. I didn't tell my parents. (laughs) My mom is, like, pretty online. Um, She, like, follows my shit. Yeah, my dad is, like, proud of everything that I do. Even if it's, like, not drinking. Like, that's insane. (laughs) Like, it's. Your dad is psyched. Yeah. That's great. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to make my parents be sober, even though they're not, which is uh-huh. a thing that we fight about. Yeah. A thing that I've found in the meetings, um, so many people, they always, always, always um, talk about um, how their alcoholism started, and it's usually something about their parents. Um, and I mean, I guess like you can blame your parents for anything. Um, but 
it's something that I noticed, um, and I kind of, I got like annoyed with it because sometimes you just have to like take responsibility for like your own actions. Um, um, yeah, I don't I mean, know. I think I think like when it comes down to just like abusing alcohol or just like using it as like a stress reliever, like it's obvious that it's just like not having good coping mechanisms, like right. dealing like with stress or anxiety or like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And like some people are like inherited mm-hmm. with good tools, like yeah. and some people are taught them. Yeah, and some like, people have nice families. Yeah, some people's family. <laughs> yeah, some mom and dad, some mom moms and dads teach their children how to have like these good coping mechanisms. Yeah, and then sometimes they're just not taught, and you like figure out weird ways to deal with your problems. And That's sometimes very they're true. like good ways, and then sometimes there's bad ways. So mm-hmm. I think it's like. Yeah, not blaming mom and dad is like, it's like a two, it's like, you know. Yeah. Mom and dad might have fucked up, but like, yeah, it's like also your responsibility as an adult to like. Yeah, as an adult. To deal, yeah, to deal with like being like, this isn't helping me anymore. This is like definitely hurting me or like mm-hmm. keeping me back from what I want to be doing. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? What was it? I don't know. I heard like this bass sounding thing. Probably like me burping LaCroix. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably like not a good thing to have no, on the radio. No, it's really challenging. It's carbonation. It's horrible. I can't, it's delicious. I can't it's have any um, citrus. It, inter, it interferes with the. Oh, your med. My meds. Damn. Whoa, Whoa citrus? Mm hmm. Great. Oh, that's a big one. Especially. Yeah. Whoa. I know. It does not suck. What meds? A lot. <laughs> Word. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, a lot. Um, but it's helpful. Yeah, no, I, lo- I would not be able to be sober without being medicated. Um, definitely not. And seeing a therapist, um, yeah, it's kind of like the way I was looking at it, like a holy trinity kind of thing. I was like, AA meetings, my therapist, my psychopharmacologist, like mm-hmm. got them all and I'm good. And then I got an acupuncturist and then like I got a physical therapist and then I started getting my face lasered so I'm just like oh yeah all of these things that um, they're like my like new like gods I guess my higher powers that's cool (laughs) yeah um also I made like every single doctor appointment when I got sober because I was just like bored and looking for things to do (laughs) um and also I was like finding out I had like a deviated septum from like falling on my face so many times like while Jeez. wasted and just like these like st- like I was just like oh I'm one of these people that um you learn about and like dare like you're I don't know so that was alarming to find out but uh it's nice to be healthy and on top of things um I love acupuncture now I'm obsessed I never believed in it but it works I need to be more consistent. It's really good. Yeah, I've done right? it a couple times. It feels good, and then, you know, it like anything, you kind of have to do it a lot. And I haven't. Yeah. Done it. Yeah, I have. I was kind of on a thing where I haven't really been doing anything, but hopefully, that turns around. I heard um, last Monday was called Blue Monday, um, Martin Luther King Day. The um, coldest day in New York. Yeah. Have you heard forever. of Blue Monday? I think I have heard it in past years where everyone was like, the most depressing day of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently everyone felt it that day. Mm -hmm. Because I remember I was feeling it hard. Sad, depressing. About 20 minutes. What was the Monday, though? Uh, Are you checking, like, astrology? No, I'm trying to remember what I was doing. Um, Monday, it was, it was this okay month. Day. It was the 21st. Or wait, no. It was, was really it? cold, Jeanette. You probably stayed home. Or the 14th. It was freezing. Oh. It was so cold that day. That was good. <laughs> yeah. We had no heat here. Oh, my oh. God. That sucks. Brutal. A lot. <laughs> a lot of people didn't have heat that day. Actually, I remember. It was a thing. Yeah, the shelter systems. Yeah. <sighs> Someone should do something about that. True story. Um, damn. I Okay, so the thing that you said about parents. Mm-hmm. So I work in social services. Um, I do family, like, stuff in family court. Olivia's a lawyer. 
barely. Um, I, so I work in family court and a lot of what we do to address obviously like the neglect and abuse that children um, deal with is servicing parents. And as you can imagine, um, a lot of issues come out of parents' misuse of drugs and alcohol. And then what ends up happening is that they're um, like coerced and eventually court ordered to do drugs and alcohol services. Some of them are like... Like rehab? Mm, most of them, some people do an evaluation and are recommended for inpatient and they do mm -hmm. that. Most people do an outpatient thing or they do AA and right. we get some kind of, you know, information from their mm -hmm. provider that they're doing it and then we're satisfied or whatever. But I'm just thinking, especially now that I'm making like my own personal inquiry into um, sobriety about how that doesn't work, like telling people to do to like get sober like yeah, does not work yeah you actually really have to want to do it you have to want to do it yeah it sucks um i also think <laughs> a lot about you know I, I agree with you that people need to take and I, it sounds like the people who are if they're going to meetings and they're talking about it they are like taking responsibility and like trying to do something for themselves and improve like you know their relationship to substances and their lives in general um, I will say that watching the way that families move, like, through the social services system, where, um, like, I, I personally obviously haven't been doing it that long, but a lot of my supervisors have been there, like, 30 years, and they talk about how, like, they had a family 30 years ago mm -hmm. with a certain substance misuse in the family, and then 15 years later you know the child who was 10 when they had the court case is themselves an alcoholic raising their own children neglecting those children and the obviously like the pattern is like really really strong really hard to break out of um especially in new york city with all of like the really yeah. difficult factors for like Living poor here. people yeah Absolutely. um it is so inextricable from what you're raised around and what I don't know like <laughs> people really do and it's not even just substances you know domestic violence all kinds of issues are like super inherited from your parents yeah absolutely. so I definitely give that to people but and it is hard like you know I talk about this all the time at work like we go from protecting and um, emphasizing like the needs of children to the moment that they have their own children and they're doing the you know purported bad conduct, we like subject them to extremely coercive state scrutiny and we like bring them to court and we hmm. have get court findings against them that are seriously prejudicial to their future. Um, and the difference between like being a child and being an adult is like really sometimes people are both children and parents um, right. in our system. And um, yeah, I don't know. So it, watching, watching how quickly people inherit like tough relationships to substances is like very <laughs> sobering <laughs> experience. Yeah. Yeah, um, a lot of people say it's a disease, which I yeah, do you I still in that? I don't know. I'm, I have an I I have kind of an issue with it. I'm not sure if it's a disease. I, I, I guess it comes back to like decision making, because um, I've been really working hard on my decision, like make decision making and like thinking rationally. Um, I mean, I. It, it could I don't know about a disease. I know it's an illness. Um, I don't know a disease. Like, what's the difference between an illness and a disease? A well, disease spreads. Um, disease it, is disease is just like non ease in your body, right? Like strictly speaking, like right. I don't I don't really know like what the colloquial difference is between disease and illness. Um, yeah. 
I, 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 I see it as a mental illness, I guess. Yeah. I, d- I guess when I think of disease, I think of, I don't know, like STDs or something like that, you know. Which they tried to rebrand as STIs. STIs, yes, they did. That was a <laughs> rebrand for sure. <laughs> um. I'm wondering, um, do you like? Do you hang out at bars still? Oh yeah, I do. Um, they advise not to do that, but mm-hmm. um, I couldn't do it at first, so that's why I was going to all these diners. But uh, now, like you know, all my all my friends still drink. It's very, it's hard. To, it's really rare to find people who are sober and cool. <laughs> um, there are. I I love my sober friends, um, but most of my like. Also, when they say um, when you become sober, you'll lose a lot of your friends um, because you'll find that the only thing you had in common was drinking. But luckily for me, I, um, I, I, I didn't lose any friends really, not that I can think of. Um, so that's good because um, it's nice to have like a support group. They're all happy for me, but anyway. Um, I can go to bars. I actually, it's like easy for me to be in a bar when I'm with a bunch of people because I just kind of like pick up on their energy and, um, I can be there for like an hour. And then when they start to get like stupid, I'm like, well, it's time for me to leave. And it's like a nice night. I like showed face. I hung out. Um, what time do you think that is? When's like the leaving hour? I cannot stay out past midnight at Ooh, all. Oh, interesting. Like, I cannot, like, 11 to 12, that's, I, yeah, I can't. For me, it's 2, two to 2.30 is when I need to leave. Wow. He's a that's, party animal. That's though. good. Yeah. 2, 2.30, I'm like, y'all are really sloppy now. Yeah. Maybe my threshold for nonsense is higher than yours. Probably. And you're I'm just a like no-nonsense kind of person. Dedicated raver. <laughs> oh, yeah, you went to a rave last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tech, techno show rave. So, are you just off of alcohol, or are you off of everything? I'm like I'm. I've been I've been microdosing on mushrooms. Yeah, but I feel like they're not really a drug. I agree with you. <laughs> they're like more medicinal. Yeah, like um, honestly, like I really don't feel like mushrooms. I get it. Yeah, I'm not gonna do this. Like I get that's like maybe an unpopular opinion. No, totally. <laughs> but like, but yeah, I feel like microdosing on mushrooms. I probably shouldn't also say this because maybe my mom is listening. Well, she doesn't mm. care. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, mostly it's just alcohol and, and yeah. like I guess like hard drugs. Yeah, I did. I did mushroom. I try. I like took like one cap of a mushroom at um, my friend at Jamie's birthday party, um, and. Um, it didn't really do anything. Yeah, was, it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't do anything. And I was just like, I found that I was trying so hard to have fun. Yeah. And I was just like, why am I trying to have fun? I could just go home and like be content there rather than like trying to like stay out late and like have a good time. I feel like I feel like with like music shows like techno shows or raves it's a lot easier to be in them sober because it's just like you can distract yourself with the music mm-hmm. I know that sounds corny Man, yeah it's so hard to talk about sobriety without being corny I know it sucks yeah fuck. <laughs> um but I'm like I'm I, yeah I don't know but I feel like that that but if it was like a place like China Chalet I think I would have a really hard time yeah that's where I was yeah. and I was just like I've been sober for three months before and like I think one of my first times I was sober I went to China Chalet for a party and just like a group of people were just like waiting for me to speak you know like they were just like how are you and like just like not it's just really weird talking to drunk people I guess is what I'm trying to say they like repeat have you noticed that they repeat the same thing over and over again yeah Um, and people who you don't think slur slur oh my god the slurring I'm just like holy wow because I didn't notice that like I have a really close friend and I didn't notice that they slurred Mm -hmm. but then when they're but then when I'm sober I totally saw it and I was just like wow this is Nuts. Yeah, it's scary. Imagine how stupid we look. Oh my god, yeah. Whenever I have an urge to drink, I just think about the things I have said to like rent, like people at like openings. Like, oh. oh my god. 
Ugh. or just like <laughs> it's anything. Yeah. Just the things that have I've said or done. So many of my mornings were spent like just like in shame over hell. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Wait, is that a phrase? And I think I just made that up. <laughs> I like it. I can, it's very relatable. shame over. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and I feel like I, so much of my energy was spent like trying to like. Yeah, just like go going over like the horrible things I did last night, just like what I shouldn't have said, mm-hmm. just like did I make an ass out of myself? Like, does this person think I'm like an idiot? And just like I don't know, I just don't have to do that for an hour or two every morning. Yeah, it's Jeanette's looking anxiety. at me like <laughs> no, I'm thinking about me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, anxiety-inducing. For it sure. really is, <laughs> and there's like the fact that I like wake up and I don't have to think about like. Did I act dumb? Mm-hmm. Reclaimed time. Reclaimed time. <laughs> mm. Yeah. For me, I I like waking up and not having to like take like twenty minutes to figure out how I got home <laughs> or like what I what I did or where's your shit? Yeah. yeah. Or, oh my god! Yeah, I haven't lost my debit card in a while, which is great. Yeah. Um, that's good. Haven't lost. I've had the same scar fall winter, which is so rare for me. First time ever, I think. Because those are things that, that go when I'm out. As your sober personality and your drunk personality, are they like fusing? Like, I thought I was going to be really boring if I don't drink, but I, oh, I yeah, feel like same. I'm still fun. Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> I like really want people to know that it's possible to like be cool and sober because so many people become uncool. They really do. Like, they do, right? It's not just like me being I'm like. I'm well on my way. I'm uh, I'm the uncool suit. You keep journaling. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, for me. No, you're cool. No, I I know what you mean though. Like I, my realizing things list. <laughs> you can dance sober, guys. Yeah. At the yeah. party. Yeah. No, you really. But can. you feel it feels a little embarrassing. A little bit, but like that's yeah. life. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. But I just remember that everyone is shit faced, and uh-huh. then I can dance. So yeah, and totally. Like, everything like they don't I care. Say, yeah, like everything you do at a certain hour mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah, it's really the first remember. hour where people are still pretty clear. Yeah. And you're really clear. Yeah. You're like I should be drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then after that, you're just kind of like everyone is so like they don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's usually and when that, I leave. And that's where like, that's when I stick through it for two hours, and then I'm like, you know, I'm like, this is I look really, I look really together. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. That's as people one who are really, as people who are really into like control and like power, <laughs> it's really sick actually to be Very like satisfying. this hour doesn't even like exist for the people around me, uh, like, but I'm gonna know about it. Like, I used to. Um, I didn't start drinking, like, at all until I was older. Yeah, actually, wait. I want to interrupt and say this is how I used to imagine Jeanette's entire life was. Yeah. Because Jeanette was always around us when we were, like, shit-faced 21-year-olds. Yeah. 100%. Oh and I was, God. I would look at her and be like, oh, she knows everything, everything that's going on. Yeah, Jeanette was, like, DD. Jeanette did not drink. Aww. She yeah. always drove everybody around. <gasps> yeah, You were cool. the most, actually, you were the most responsible drinker. Yeah, growing I think up, kind of still is a very responsible. Actually, yeah, like a truly, you can actually be like a moderate drinker, which like I, I Jeanette Hayes is the definition of a moderate drinker. Yeah. That's amazing. Which like no one can do. That's yeah. I mean, I have my very nights, difficult. but <laughs> I used when I was younger because it was like such um, a thing because I didn't like drinking. I didn't. It wasn't like um, it didn't help me. Like never would have had that thought. Like. It wasn't even a question, right? Uh-huh. Like, I, I never asked until this month, does this help me? Yeah. I don't um, know. Oh, I think about every What helps? <laughs> so and smart. I like, um, so smart. But when I was younger, it was like a big deal to go to a thing and not drink because it was like, why aren't you drinking? <laughs> so I always pretended to drink. Uh-huh. And I would like definitely have someone like get me a martini and like walk around with a martini. But then I started drinking the martini at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, martinis are good. But um, <laughs> it, it was totally different. Now I am like, I think a little more normal, but in Chicago, I never, I, I still today have never had a drink in Chicago. Wow. And that's literally miraculous because that's all there is to do there. That's the only no, thing I'm, to do in Chicago. No, I never had, it's um, too, because I like to drive, I like to yeah. also, 
That's good. Drinking and Chicago, driving is very, very, very bad. The only time I have, I guess we shouldn't turn this into drinking stories, but like I, the only time I ever have it was like for one second and I was stealing a taxi and it was like great. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's awful. It's cool. Like you mean you just didn't pay for it? No, you, the you, driver got out and, you, and I got in. Oh my god, that's Wait, you, so cool! You stole a you <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Oh my did. god, that's lit. but that was the only time <laughs> okay, I as ever. As your attorney, can you end this story? <laughs> 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 but that's the only time that's ever happened. It was only for like half a block, and the driver chased me and pulled me by my hair, so I couldn't. That is well, awesome. But <laughs> even in that block, though, it was so scary. It was on Bond Street. <laughs> like Jesus. terrifying. I can't Im- like I am the controlled. I couldn't imagine yeah. the fear and everything that would go into doing that. Yeah, but wow, yeah. your inhibitions really go. <laughs> but like that was literally once in your entire yeah adulthood. Yeah. So there you go. Well, no, someone dared me. Don't dare me when I drink. Oh, the daring is different. Yeah. 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 I when someone dare. I'm, I'm not a daredevil, but I need to follow through with the dares mm-hmm. one of those people but uh, no no not really I stand my ground if I need to I'm pretty manipulable especially when I'm under the influence oh yeah yeah it sucks yeah <laughs> um hmm. wait any we have About a five few minutes um let's see what I have on here hot topics <laughs> Roger Stone where do you t- okay <laughs> Sober dates. Where do you go? Oh, sober dates. Um, good question. I think the movies. The movies is so bad. You like don't talk. No, you don't. You don't talk. I I feel like um, playing pool. That's more. My therapist told me that I should never be in a room where there's a pool table. Why? Because they're bars. Yeah, they're (laughs) bars. I guess. And you know, I don't know. I thought it was good advice. Museum. Rule was, of yeah, museum is good. Oh, another right? another piece of advice is nothing good happens after midnight. The Cinderella rule. I don't. This is. But not, it doesn't. It doesn't apply to you. You roll till two thirty, which is good. No pumpkin. No pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait. But I didn't lose my shoe. Do you have Do you have ideas? Do you have insight about? Oh yeah, that? dates. Um, diners are cute. Um, oh, that's nice. just like a yeah thing. What else? Um, museums. Yeah. Museums. Um, That's daytime. Nighttime. Nighttime. Museum um, on a Friday night. <laughs> That's still daytime. No, 9 p.m. Really? They open. They stay open till nine. That's cute. Uh, let's that see. Dates. Um, Russian bathhouse. Hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy B and I went on a really good Russian bathhouse. Oh yeah. Date. We went on a romantic date. You guys it went was, on a four-person four date. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> we had a really good time. That's Couldn't cool. get enough. Yeah, yeah. no. I, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good list. <laughs> but that's also Wait, not nighttime. It's hard to do. So, it's hard but to do sober dates, and honest, they're awkward. Yeah. Also, how do you go home with someone sober? I would just. I was gonna. That was on the list of no topics. Um, sex. Um, so okay, you so so let's say you find a date. You you go on a date at night. You find a place to go, and then you want to go home with them. What like? What do you do? Usually, okay. nightcap is the thing that works. Yeah, you you, you lure somebody back with drugs and alcohol back yeah, to your apartment. That always works. That Tried th- and true. Seriously. <laughs> well, what do you do now? I have no breadcrumbs. You offer I, a cup of tea. Yeah, I haven't. No, you guys are so coy. Gotten to that? What? I've, what do you do? Oh my God, Jeanette! Like <laughs> honestly, <laughs> the coyest. That's. I mean, not like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> How do you lure people back? I mean, maybe I'm just not an adult yet. Maybe I just I can't say the words I'm like, hey, do you want to come back to my house? And we smooch. Yeah. It just seems very scary to do. It sounded I'll great cross just that now. bridge when I get to it. Um, again, can't date for a year. You're, yeah, you're. I'm not like following. Well, it's thank just God how the show is my life happens. Yeah. So God. in a year. Uh huh. Actually, in a year from now, we yeah. will know. If we could, how to do it? We will know how to do it because you yeah. will have three months in. You're not supposed to just so it just because it's, it's like you know, um, if you get like emotionally attached to someone, it 
you know. Disappointment, rejection. Yeah, all the things that can lead to drinking. Um, and also, I wouldn't want to, like, put someone through the struggle of, like, getting sober or whatever. Um, I'm, but, I'm proud but, of you. Oh, thank you. Me too. It's really cool you're doing this. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it needs to happen. I'm, like, I've known I was an alcoholic, basically, like, since I was, like, 15. Um, I just, like, did not do anything about it because I was like, I'm fine. I can still, like, function. But then it got to a point where I couldn't function. Um, I became powerless to the drink. Um, <laughs> um, but also uh, dating. I don't think I would want to date a sober person. Um, I just, one, it's really hard to find cool sober people. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, and usually, like, people, sober people they've usually like they're they're they have a bad relationship with alcohol which means they like have bad relationships with people i don't know and i guess that's like like during the first year you're working on yourself and how you uh, um interact with other people um but yeah i don't know and i like drinking's fine if you could do it you know mm-hmm. Like I would, I would go on a date at a bar if there was like peanuts or something there. Peanuts. Yeah, I get Shirley Temple's oh, yeah, now. Yeah. What's the drink? Shirley I get, Temple. I get Shirley Temple in a martini glass at the Smile. They hook me up there. That's Cause I used, very sweet. Yeah, I used to drink there a lot at all hours of the day. <laughs> so now they do that for me. That's, That's very nice. Really nice. We love the Smile. I'm a I'm a <laughs> bitters and soda. I know bitters have alcohol in them, but yeah, I do bitters much. too. I I've never liked it, but now I you know what? That's my go. It makes it a color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little tasty. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's vodka in it. Yeah. No one asks you questions. Mm-hmm. You look cool holding it. Absolutely. Suck oh, down those and beers. they're like cool. two dollars. Cool. Yeah. Oh, except oh my god. That yeah. whack bar in Green. That Point. whack bar. Yeah. That Wait, whack bar charged Pony me Boy? four dollars. For a seltzer and bitters. Ew, which one? Somewhere. It's so remote. No one will ever go there again. It's fine. Yeah. I live in Greenpoint. Um, it's, it's it's a couple doors up from Boy? that restaurant that we went to. What was that restaurant we went to once on Manhattan? Five Leaves? No. no. Yeah. We, we went with like Borna. Five Leaves? No, no, no. Five, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know Five Leaves. It's like cute. A Kelly's heel? Oh, no. Um, anyway, it's it was called something. It's stupid. not like a trophy, but it's like, t- like, it's like something like gauntlet that. or like th- it's something. called gauntlet chain. No, it's not. But I'm thinking of like it's something like it's something like kind of like that. masculine yeah. noun, like toddler, gross, like a toddler, <laughs> toddler. Anyway, we went like to a bar and they. It's like it's like big T double letters yes. somewhere. It's yeah. like something like that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we but went there recently and they charged us. Four dollars so for Shirley or for, for bitters. bitters. How much is it supposed to cost? Free. Like, it's supposed it to be oh, free, free, and you tip yeah. them. Yeah, that's yeah. But, that's the that's the thing. and that's most of the time. You just just don't drink in Greenpoint. Good rule of thumb. Yeah, don't drink in Greenpoint. What else is free? <laughs> just water. Um, <laughs> coffee. Taxis, coffee Jeanette. is free <laughs> at AA meetings. Oh yeah, that's really? a big thing. Donuts too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of free food there. Also, yeah, I've found. Oh, we we have to close it up. Okay, I just wanted to say a thing that I noticed um, when becoming sober is uh, people want to give me a free stuff stuff way more than they ever did. Like I, maybe what? It, like what? Like I've gotten like when I would go to diners a lot. I would, you know, the cake would be in the house. You know, That's little sweet. nice things like that. Really? Yeah. Huh. Why? Just I don't know. I I I think you know it's like the power of positive thinking when you um, when you exude like positivity people like want to be nice to you i guess mm. hey good vibes that's true that's yeah. really cool but usually my vibes suck i've gotten crankier since being sober <laughs> yeah that happened you, and i can't sleep i'm i'm like insom- i'm like an insomniac now yeah the sleeping parts suck so bad melatonin yeah i've been doing valerian root mm-hmm. but that has alcohol in it but Does i'm it? not like stri- i'm not like militant yeah you know yeah I mean? no same me neither that being said, um, should we go to 169? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, until next month, this has been Al Anonymous. Um, thank you, Olivia, Jeanette, Bay, Chicago Girls. Thanks oh, for having oh, us. Yeah. Al. <laughs>
Um, we didn't even delve into the relationship of alcohol in Chicago. Oh, that's a story own, for another that's day. Its own, that's its own thing. Midwest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for having us, Al. This has yeah. been delightful. Thanks, Al. Thank you, Montez. Thanks, Tom, Montez. Everybody. All right, and that's a wrap. This is Montez Press Radio. Next up, we're going to play a pre-recorded set of David Gorin's.